Chelsea Tips, Daggy, with you uh, flying solo this morning to preview two interesting cards at both Warwick Farm and Sandown as we tiptoe towards the Spring Carnival down there. Uh, we'll kick off at Warwick Farm. We're on a good track again. The rail is in the five-metre position from the 1,000 to the winning post. Three metres for the remainder, which I would suggest means you don't want to be too far from the rail or the pace, but we'll see how that pans out throughout the afternoon. We kick off in the first with the new season at three-year-olds over 1,200 metres. And we've lost Nadal in the first. And I'll give you a chance here to the Waller-trained Karazana, who gets the inside gate, so probably finds the leaders back. Uh, I've loved both trials coming into this. And uh, the combination of I guess, the Beamer grads and Waller are going quite well in the last 12 months, but uh, really like this as a mover. I think it's going to run well here. Uh, if I'm going to suggest a danger, it's probably the obvious in uh, Le Vampire, who was heavily backed on debut, does come, does get the lead here. We'll be leading round the bend from that gate, and it'll just be whether or not it can hold on. But I feel like this uh, this other Waller-trained horse has a bit of ability, so I'm going to start the day having something on it. <laughs> in the second, we've got a mile benchmark 64 where I've gone to the leader here back from Saturday grade, and that's Don Pedro. It's been going well, well enough. Now, should f pretty much find control here unless Kokoschnik pushes up underneath it, uh, and will be hard to beat around the $5 mark. It's on top uh, from Outsider, who jumps leaders back. Started to find a bit of form at the track and distance last time out. That was a pretty good run, and meets a very average affair second uh, – well, Deeper into this prep now at the right grade, so is definitely a show in this one. The third uh, is the 2,200-metre uh, 2, benchmark 72, and I think that New Republic is flying this preparation. Uh, concern here is going to be the track pattern, if it's going to be too far out of its ground to make up any make up the distance on Okatena if they're not running on, but if they are swooping or looking likely... Uh, I've got it on top around a $6 mark and fairly keen. It's a nice style of a horse. I think it's going quite well. Uh, if the rails and the fence, uh, if the rails and the fence being the same thing and the pace is the same to be, uh, Ocatena on top as the market suggests. Another good little Wednesday out for Adam Hieronymus on the cards. Going quite well since he's come back. The fourth is a benchmark 72 over the 1,000 metres. And we saw Caution saved from the weekend for this on the back of some a lovely trial there. Uh, does have to do it at 1,000, but I think gets a nice enough run. And this is a winnable race for it. Uh, the other horse I've spent a lot of time looking at, and it's been a while between drinks, is Extravagant Star. But the trials for the new camp, uh, now it's switched to Mara and Eustace, have looked pretty good. They've found J-Mac first up. I think it's going to find a spot close enough to the pace. And once upon a time, we might have thought this was the best horse. Uh, with a new lease on life, I think it can run well here. In the fifth, it's a mile benchmark, 72. And the market's in the right order here. Uh, Lolly Yeats on top. It's just gassed out late um, at Canterbury, uh, having been sent forward second up. I think it does the same here. Again, for Hippo, uh, I think this is a... Going to get a great run. Not a whole heap of pressure around it. Uh, perhaps Mystic Mermaid pushes forward there or Silk Tie underneath it. But other than that, 
should get a, a cosy camp on the pace, and I think it'll be winning. Uh, best bet on the card for me at Warwick Farm. The sixth is another one where the market's found the horses in the right order. Attili's going quite well. Uh, went up to 1,400 metres, just over-raced a bit there, uh, but comes back to 13, gets control, and potentially a sympathetic track, and I think it's going to run well again here, Attili. Again for Adam Hieronymus, uh, who I think it leads and goes close to winning. I've got the dangers of Luke Colors there. Marquez has trailed quite well back for this. Went out with a couple of nice wins. Now has to come to town and do it, but... Uh, I don't have much more to add that the market's not already telling you. We're going to wrap up the day with another 1,000-metre race where Boss was saved from the midway on the weekend, gets inside gate, gets the lead, and hopefully gets the chocolates here. I think it's going to run very well again after the track and distance win last time out. Terrified of our Kobe son who looks progressive and Angela Davies when she brings him to town, you have to take notice, I think is going to run well and is the main danger. Uh, if I'm doing a quarter this afternoon, I'm also throwing Oxford Heart and Defi uh, Oxford Vision and Defiant Heart both in. I think they've come back in fairly good order uh, and can run well as well. For progetracing.com.au, I'm going to make my best of the day. Race five, number three, Lolly Yeats. And my value, race three, number one, New Republic. I think can run, give you a nice sight around the $6 mark there. We head down to Sandown for the Melbourne meeting for progretracing.com.au. Check them out as we barrel towards the Spring Carnival. And there's going to be plenty about that, about the Melbourne Cup, all sorts of good stuff going on there, lots of news happening, so check that out. We're going to start on the true hillside track at Sandown where it uh, this meeting has a lot of synthetic lead-up form, so I'm not sure about some of it. Uh, some of it I've gone with, some of it I'm against. So I guess we'll watch and learn, but... Uh, Rail true, track good, all looks good for racing at Hillside this afternoon. We're kicking off with a 1,300-metre three-year-old maiden, and it does look pretty obvious here in Wolfie, around the even money mark. Uh, a nice debut in a reasonable race at Caulfield, uh, just behind Ouroboros there. Gets a cosy enough run here for Mark Zara on top for me. Uh, but there's lots of bits and pieces. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily charge into the evens uh, without having seen some of these. Uh, most of them have jumped out okay, so... Uh, more of a watch and learn than a have a crack race, but that's how I'm starting the day there. The second is a 1,000-metre maiden, and we've lost Mad Max, uh, who I will black book because I think it's trialled well. Let's have a bill for Forsman team. Interested that it's in and over here. Uh, I assume it's going somewhere good first up, so I'll keep an eye out for that. But uh, I'm left with Ferrari on top. Uh, first time we've seen it on a dry track. All its lead-up work has been on wet, uh, but... It looks a big mover, and I don't think it's going to be an issue. Uh, Mickey D on inside gate. Uh, I think it has ability. I think it'll win this uh, on top for me. The third, and we head through the next phase of this card where, once again, the Melbourne programming suggest is suggesting uh, quantity over quality, but we've got a bunch of 64s here. The first one's over 1,000, and I am going with the synthetic form here. Another horse that I think looks like a, a good track's going to suit in Knockbar. Nice enough win once it got into clear air uh, at Pakenham. Gets a nice swooping run here, which is generally what we want at Hillside. And I think it's going to be hard to beat the three-year-old there. From Clock Strikes, who found some form last time out. If it repeats that, it's going to be very, very hard to beat. Two key hopes for me in the third. The fourth uh, is a 2,500-metre benchmark 64. I am with the lead-up race from a couple of weeks back. Uh, Zane Uden 
needed the 2400 meter run for this. It's now had the prep. Zara's on. I think it goes close to winning this. And a danger. The only danger I could really point out is the one that beat at home last time, Pacino, who had the fitness edge on it. Gets a bit of a claim. I think those two fight at the finish uh, with a long tail here. Uh, and if one of them drifts, I may all try and cover both. But I've gone two from one in the fourth. The fifth is a mile benchmark 64. Again, I've gone with the lightly raced one here in I Gotcha. Very nice win at 1400 there, swooping down and cleaning up a, the maiden field. Uh, I think you can do the same. This is a good next step. And I've gone with the lightly raced one in the 64, as is my way uh, from Duvac. Again, again, who won well at 1400 meters on the synthetic. Gets to the, oh, the got out to the mile and won well. Has to be a good thing for a Savabil mare. Uh, stays at the mile. It's going to run well again if it gets around this track. Uh, and up for grabs race. There are other bits and pieces here that I wouldn't talk you out of, but that's why I'm going to go with seven from eight in the fifth. The six is a 1,800-meter benchmark 70, and despite uh, I'm sticking with Frigid, who was going really well, won a strong race a couple of weeks back, gets to... The uh, out to the 1800 meters, which is going to suit, I think. Pin sticks, gets a lovely run from gate three, I think all in its favor. And meets a field actually made up of a lot of horses that have found success on wet tracks recently. I think the dry is going to suit Frigid better. I think it wins and wins well. Uh, and I like this next little phase of the card because we get to the seventh, which is a 1300 meter benchmark 70. Uh, Reinberg has been saved and saved for this, I assume, waiting for a dry track. Went back to the jump outs, bolted in there. Uh, in second gear, comes here, leads for Mickey D and wins again. This is uh, better than Saturday horse. I think it's going to win this and hopefully go up to some of the early spring features and could pick up a nice race throughout, um, get to Caulfield, somewhere like that and win a, a reasonable race. But it'll win this on the way through, uh, especially given the main danger I had on paper, Hughes has come out. Good race to finish the day in with a benchmark 70, 1,300 metres, uh, the race of the day. We've lost a few to scratchings, but I think there's some ability in this one. And I'm going to put Nunthorpe on top with the market, but it's not by itself here. I think it uh, well, went out a group placed in a, in a good group race behind uh, Revolutionary Miss at Flemington last time out. And I think it resumes from the inside gate and wins this and gets back to some black type. Shows you the in mare's grade, there's not a lot of difference or not a lot of a big step to be taken, though, because uh, I think some of these are live chances. Extreme step returned really well. Uh, if it gets back to its best, it's a challenger at a price. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing where Eternal Flame goes next. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, a couple of these other ones take the next step as well. There's, I think this is a good race, and it's a race that's going to hold up as we head into spring. Moody Yard, though, on top. But if you're looking for a value play, I would suggest it's extreme step in this race. For progretracing.com.au, my best on the card is race seven, number eight, Reinberg. And my value was Mad Max, but uh, we'll make it in the last race eight, number two. If that wasn't on top, I think can give you a nice play at double figures, extreme step. That's a whirlwind look through midweek racing for Progret Racing. Come back Thursday night. I'm going to sit down with Beaver and preview Sydney and the Valley this weekend. We're two weeks out or 10 days out from the first group one of the year. The Wink Stakes, I believe, is not far away. So 
Spring's here. It's exciting times. Uh, Got to be up and about for it if you're a racing fan. Uh, stay tuned, and we'll talk to everyone soon. See you guys.